This is the Kingdom Outpost podcast, Kingdom Outpost 611. I am Chris, and with me is Leslie. You want me to say your name? Is that what the sign language is for? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We've got a little bit of an update for you today. Today, we've got some fun stuff to talk about. What are we going to tell them about our little Kingdom Outpost activities this week? Well, we took our Kingdom Outpost on the road. We almost even gave you an outpost update yeah. on the road, but it's hard to do. It One, re- audio on the road is mm. really it's, hard to edit out. Our audio is so good anyway, you know. Yeah, so solid. So It didn't take us two minutes to get the microphone right tonight <laughs> because Little Miss Fancy Pants over here has to have a pillow across her midsection because it's, it's comfy, but it was like... Every time she'd move the mic, it would go. <laughs> here, I mean, here it is. There. That's the. That's just her. So anyway. I'm trying not to so, move yeah. now. I'm just sitting still like a so statue. We were, that's we why were, I couldn't say my name. I'm afraid to talk. <laughs> so we we're on the road, <laughs> headed to where, Leslie? <gasps> Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. The and. Let's just talk about Nashville a little bit. So, you want to talk about the trip out there first? Sure. So, on the way, we left... Monday. Monday. Uh, Well, do we even know what day it is today? Yeah, I do. Um, We left early Monday morning. mm -hmm. Like, early. We tried to get on the road at 6. I think we we got on the road at 6.30. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 7. No, we got on the road at 6.30. Okay. And so... 10-hour drive mm-hmm. to Memphis after that with all the... The kids To did, Nashville. To, to, yeah, to Nashville. I always wanted to say Memphis. Uh, we did go through Memphis. We went through Memphis. The kids did really well, yeah. all things considered. As did, always. Did better than your parents who were following us. <laughs> and you, you could see me doing air quotes right now around following <laughs> us. I would like to have them on to give their side of the story. I don't think it's fair. Well, what's funny is they were like, you were going like 80 miles an hour. (laughs) And I was like, the speed limit was like 70, 75. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then later on, they're they're going 80. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but even when we were not in sections like that, they're... They're fallback followers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to stay on your tail mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So, they're like five, six car lengths back, which enables other cars to get in between you, which he should know better. Mm-hmm. Because whenever he was, Mr. Jackson was uh, my boss, he would always tell us, like, you, you stay up close to... Mm-hmm. To the backhoe. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let anybody get in between the backhoe mm-hmm. and and you. Well, so, if you had been driving a backhoe, he probably would have stayed. He stayed right on my tail. Right with you. And he, he, it was funny, before we left, he even said a joke. He said, I'm going to be just like Charlie used to say to Granny. He'd say, I'd said to stay on my tail, not in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he was That's not funny. in my tail. He wasn't no. even on my tail. And we somehow field. we we both arrived yeah at this hotel in Nashville downtown Nashville mm-hmm. it was um yeah the kids did great we Nashville's interesting yeah once we got there it, it was, didn't feel as Nashville as no I but I did see feel. a picture today that brother Sean posted uh-huh. and it looked like Nashville I think we just didn't see 
We saw a solid three block area. Yeah, we stayed like, here's the thing. When you drive into a city that doesn't really have parking and you have six children with you and four adults, you really, it's quite a commitment to go very far. Because you've yeah. got the stroller and all the stuff, and you're making sure no one gets run over. And we felt pretty good to make it to the... Oh, we didn't even say where we went. Why oh, we yeah. So we were going to Nashville because it was the uh, Southern Baptist Convention's annual meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was uh, some stuff going down. Yeah, we don't. Um, we haven't gone to a Yeah, but there's been all this critical race theory stuff and... Uh, Who's going to be the president? But chiefly because we had submitted a resolution on abolishing abortion, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, myself and some other pastors and uh, had been working on this resolution, submitted it, and we were hoping for the uh, resolutions committee to to hear it and to present it to the to the uh, convention at the meeting. And you don't know if they're going to do that until the first day of the meeting, which I think is kind of silly. But uh, yeah, you wouldn't know till the till the meeting started, and they post the agendas, and you get the re- see the resolutions, and yeah. So we were headed there chiefly to really labor yeah. for that. <clears throat> yeah, and and leading up to it, um, we really didn't decide until like five days before how we were going to do this. Like, yeah, we thought about Chris just was going, I just going, we thought about me and, me and him going, and. Mm. It just, I kept just being prayerful about it, and it just kept feeling like we were all, we should just go. Yeah. And, and my parents wanted to I thought to it'd be fun us. for the kids to, plus then you get extra votes, because the kids are voting. <laughs> uh, it'd be fun to have like mm-hmm. a, the, them all there. Yeah, and from our last trip we took together, our big trip to Nantucket, mm-hmm. you do see the value when you go somewhere with your kids. There is value in seeing that the world is bigger than your little corner and that Mm -hmm. the kingdom, speaking of the kingdom outpost, the kingdom is huge and it's comprised of so many people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really wanted them to see a a bigger number of Christians. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think that was really, really good for them. Um, But yeah, so we headed out. Um, got to Nashville, uh, mm-hmm. ready for the meeting. Uh, got there Monday night, mm-hmm. fairly late. Yeah. Had a good friend of mine, Scott Hood, over to eat. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of set in to get ready for the next day's events. <laughs> That's me leaving it to you. You just kind of no. Yes, we did. That's exactly, That's exactly right. what happened. Amen. And what's funny is we did that. So then I had the next day, I had to be up and at uh, one of the convention events at 6 a.m. to be <laughs> handing out. So you weren't tired at all. I wasn't tired at all. Not tired at you all. You weren't sleep deprived no. or anything like that. But wanted to hand out these resolutions and ask questions to people and see what they thought about, you know, what do you know about abolishing abortion? Mm -hmm. You're, you know, what do you think about what this resolution is saying? Is there anything I can clear up for you or, uh, you know, really just take it and read it, be ready to hear this from the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, starting from 6am I was, I was doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, People were coming out, people who were, I was doing important stuff. You were also doing important stuff. People were more conservative, but, 
Uh, some of them hadn't heard of it and just, uh, uh, really I walked through a, ho- a hotel floor. Just there were people sitting around and I was like passing out and said like, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts? And uh, anyway, uh, and then, then the convention started and all the rigmarole that that is, mm-hmm. the reports. And that's when we found out that they were not going to uh, present our resolution. The resolution committee decided that it was too much like a resolution they had already decided to present. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. I'm going to assume the best. But the resolution they had decided to submit was one that said, that was really saying, we are not happy that they repealed the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment is what allows federal dollars to go to abortions, especially like overseas, stuff like that. So that had been repealed, and the Southern Baptists were saying, we don't, we don't like that, that you can give federal money to support abortion. Boo. Mm-hmm. Now tell me how in the world mm-hmm. they thought that us having, that our resolution that said we call for an immediate end mm-hmm. to the legal abortion. Mm-hmm. Like, we we want no other incremental steps. We want abortion to be abolished without exception, without compromise. Mm-hmm. We want a recognition that uh, abortion is murder, not just health care. So these sorts of things... How can that be seen as, oh, yeah, we're kind of saying the same thing by saying don't give federal money Mm -hmm. to it. Like, that's just so. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is there was another resolution about the Uyghur people in China. Mm -hmm. And it said, we call on the Chinese government to immediately end the genocide of the Uyghur people and to give them their basic human rights. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if they they had said that... Mm -hmm. That's basically our abortion abolition resolution, but to the Uyghur people. So the the Southern Baptist Convention was speaking more strongly to the Communist Party of China mm-hmm. than it was to our own country, mm-hmm. and 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 speaking to protect the the Uyghur people over there, right? Than than our neighbors. In in the womb. So you according according to the resolutions committee, you're going to be more safe in the Uyghur region of China than you would be in a womb in America. Mm-hmm. Like the, the 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 Southern Baptist Convention would speak more uh, openly, clearly, strongly to protecting them over there than the children in the womb over here. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if they just said China, we don't want you to use any of your federal dollars yeah. to kill the Uyghur people. Mm-hmm. Like we'd go what. You know, don't kill them at all. Uh, Or we want you, that you can kill, you you know, we want you to kill not most of the Uyghur people, but, you know, only the Uyghur people like this. Mm -hmm. You know, that'd be the exceptions or the compromise. There there was no, there was no incrementalism. There was no, hey, let the Uyghur children go. Mm -hmm. And then maybe we'll come back and watch for the Uyghur children and mothers. And then we'll come back and watch for the Uyghur children and mothers and fathers. Like, that's incrementalism, but but to the infinitesimal degree. Watch for Uyghur children with heartbeats. And watch for Uyghur children with, you know, anyway. Um, 
So there was none of that. It was just China, stop it, stop it now, all mm-hmm. of it. But for abortion, which is killing far more people mm-hmm. than has been killed in the Chinese genocide of the Uyghur people, like we say, we, we get all soft footed mm-hmm. and say things like, oh, we just don't want you to federal dollars. And we think that's similar to just calling for an abolition of abortion. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. And so we recognize they weren't going to do it. Uh, so, so we were going to have to disappointment initial, very disappointed. Uh, but we knew we could at least make people aware of it from the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could ask the resolutions committee to bring it up mm-hmm. from the floor, from the floor, but not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's just not. It, the, the, just often sometimes by just sheer proxy, people will go, well, the resolutions committee said no. So that's kind of the way things work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sorry, even if I supported your resolution, we don't want something where if people's resolutions aren't coming up, they're all bringing them up. My, they didn't listen to this one. They didn't listen to this one. They didn't mm-hmm. listen to this one. We wanted And then it's just this whole Yeah, fluffle. it could be a big. Yeah. So, you know, but at least this would make them aware. They might ask. They could, they've got copies of it in their hands. They could read it, and maybe next year mm-hmm. uh, the Resolutions Committee will listen to us if we get a re- good Resolutions Committee. Uh, so that's what we planned on doing. Uh, and so Bill Askell, who's the, the, the chief author of it, the one who submitted it uh, you know, f- formally, I guess. We all sort of submitted it. Um, but he, uh, he came to a mic on Tuesday... So morning how, how and did said, that even work? How do well, you, you have you have the resolutions committee that has their time, mm-hmm. uh, where they talk about the resolutions and uh, there are there are calls from the floor for new business or new resolutions, mm-hmm. even from the floor, motions from the floor. And Bill just got up during that time and said, "Hey, you know, if we want to call something up that the resolutions committee passed on, when is the proper time to do that?" Uh, and the president of the convention, who's sort of you know leading the meeting, said uh, he turned around, asked the resolutions committee, and asked the asked the parliamentarian really, and said this afternoon three thirty mm-hmm. is when it's supposed to happen. Uh, and so Bill said, okay, mm-hmm. well, we'll wait till then. And so at that point, we all kind of we it was like we thought there was going to be maybe at this moment we we're going to have to argue for it, and at three thirty, so it's like. All right, put yourself in rest mode for another. Right, I think it was like six hours later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of uh, right. <clears throat> and so then during that time, we're walking around, we're mm-hmm. strategizing, we're talking, we're meeting at tables, we're figuring out what we're going to do, how we're going to bring this up, uh, who's going to be at, at at what mics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was a very you know. Going into it, I was like, Nashville, that'll be fun. We'll we'll go hang out. and <laughs> But this was very tense, hard work. Yeah. And it's really weird because for a <laughs> lot of the convention, the tension was over things like critical race theory, which mm-hmm. I was tense about. And I would, you'd have to, I'd have to go in and see what was going on and go back out. Uh, or for the issues with the executive committee and, you know, uh, uh, are they hiding sex abuse or are they not and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And again, I was listening to those things, trying to get what I could from that. And uh, But for me, or who's going to be president, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, Lytton, Moeller, uh, Stone, uh, and 
and my mind was really wrapping around what am I going to do when the microphone's on and mm-hmm. and I've got to talk in mm-hmm. favor of this uh, this resolution mm-hmm. if if they even do anything with it yeah so yeah so then we were just hanging out. With yeah, the kids. yeah. The kids were with fourteen thousand people. Fourteen thousand people. They and went Jack. and got their messenger things <laughs> with their name tags with, and they got their ballot sheets and all this ready to vote. It was really fun. Uh, so, and they really they took it seriously, and they were mm-hmm. excited, and they were all worried about where's my ballot, where's mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so. So then. And I, and of course I'm being me always wanting like a teaching moment for everyone. I wanted people to see like our kids were really the only kids there that were, had messenger name tags on. Yeah. Uh, So this is just more in my, the children of the children of the church are also the church. Like they are just as much believers as mm-hmm. grown-up believers mm-hmm. in many ways with less baggage. Because mm-hmm. uh, you can just tell them what the Bible says and go, yeah, I can do that. Later on, we're like, well, you know, I've been with my with my experiences with right. the Lord. They don't have any experiences to make false <laughs> idols out of. So anyway, uh, they were walking around ready to vote and, and do all that. But it was a blast. Uh Hanging out with them and and they had fun. They went to like this virtual reality booth. Oh my goodness! Thing. Okay, so this yeah. is my this the is the exhibit I did. hall. Yeah, I'm going in and out <laughs> from the business. And here's the deal: since I'm doing that, this place was packed. I uh, mean, you got to understand there were like fifteen thousand messengers somewhere in there that registered twenty thousand people. When you include guests, mm-hmm. I think, and the place has chairs for like fifteen thousand. Oh, yeah. So, if you didn't get a seat and stay in a seat, you didn't have a seat. No. So, this whole, all these business sessions that begin at 8 and and ran to like 6, mm-hmm. I'm standing the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And there wasn't, standing. there wasn't room for our family. No. Like, no. We could they'd always had to come in mm-hmm. and vote and then go back out and try and, because kids yeah. aren't going to want to stay. I mean, it's boring as I'll get out for quite a bit of it. Uh, imagine like back when we used to have business meetings and remember what those were like mm-hmm. that, but for hours, mm-hmm. uh, and some really banal stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, you, so while I'm doing that hustling in and out, yeah, in, and out in and out, we found like a little row of rocking chairs right across the like hall. Cracker barrel rocking yeah, chairs. Right up against this really tall glass looking out onto Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of set up camp there. We had their Kindles and books and snacks and Peter had his stroller. And um, so we kind of set up camp there. And our big kids, which is really fun. Our Mm. kids are getting old enough to go off on their own. And of course, like if we were at the mall, I wouldn't let them do this. But when you're in a room of Southern Baptists, you feel like they're going to make it back to you. A room with many Southern Baptist <laughs> adults who are manning booths. Right. So it's not like, yeah, so... Nothing seedy yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. So they would go to this exhibit hall just right right down the room. And every time they came back, they had they had loot. Like yeah. Like freebies that they yeah. all... Like chocolate and pens and hand sanitizer and neck pillows and... 
little drawstring bags and and post-it note dispensers <laughs> and tape dispensers and like i know yeah. i know by the end of the end of it those people are like oh and like 3d kids. glasses <laughs> things things that you hook up to your phone and it turns your phone into a, like a virtual so reality much thing fun. oh they were but there were like two booths there really for kids that, and, or that would appeal to children. And one was a magician mm-hmm. that did card tricks. And Gideon was there, like, all day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just wonder how many tricks that guy had to do. Yeah, he's like, he was like okay, buddy. <laughs> and then there was a virtual... Gideon's like, do another one. <laughs> do okay. one I haven't seen Do before. another one. <laughs> And the guy was good. Did you see that you saw did you see the trick he did for me? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so he asked me he asked me what card? Pick a card, any card. Mm-hmm. Just say it out loud. So I was like three of spades. Yeah. He's like, Really? He's like, I don't think anybody's ever said three of spades all week. Mm-hmm. So do you want to change it? And I was like, Yeah, like three of spades. Mm-hmm. You sure? Okay. So he puts his cards down and they're just you know, they're just cards. Uh and he said, really, three of spades? So then he, then he breaks the cards like in half, and he strings some out in a line. The others he's got in his hands. And I, think, I think I've got something here. So he starts cutting them. He cuts the, and he pulls out a card, and it says, is, next one is, card, and then the next one is, this your. Is card this your. I was like, oh, I bet I know what this is supposed to do. So instead of being an ace or whatever, it was a, is card mm-hmm. this year just pulled them out anyway and then he flips the stacked cards over mm-hmm. and it spells out three of spades <laughs> and i was like i don't even know what this is <laughs> I, I, just happened. I did see that yeah yeah how does he do that i don't know witchcraft so yeah. i grabbed a stone i saw one it. where he took a picture of the couple mm-hmm. holding a card Mm-hmm. And then they picked a different card. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, he guesses the right card because they showed it to me. And then he has them pull the picture back up on their phone. And it's the one that they picked later in their picture. Weird. I don't understand. Hey, there was one time he had a lighter <laughs> and he said, I just saw the end of this. And he went, ah! So he, t- put the, he had the lighter flipped on. And he put it out with his fingers, and he rubbed it together, and he said, was that your card? Mm-hmm. And it was like, had been and blistered into his, his fingers. fingers. Yeah. It's really funny. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that guy. So obviously, that was pretty cool. Yeah. The other one was... A virtual reality booth. Yeah. Oh, man. You got to, like, uh, you got to, like, be David and shoot mm-hmm. wolves with a slingshot. Mm-hmm. They did that so many times. Anyway, they loved it, and, to... and then and then they had me downloaded onto my iPad, yeah, like a like a mobile version, of like it. immediately. Mm-hmm. It was like they were a good audience. Yeah. <laughs> so you missed Jack doing it, the virtual reality. Oh, he got in the booth and did yeah, it. Yeah, he and when he, I never even saw the virtual reality booth. Well, they were amazed that he was like so intuitive with the controller. Mm-hmm. And so intent on killing the wolves and the sheep. Oh. She was like, oh, no, no, don't kill the sheep. Don't kill the sheep. He was like, I'll kill everything. It's all going to die. 
That's anyway. funny. So that's what she did. Yeah. Wrangled that. Yeah. Jack would come by. Oh, man. Jack. He was... He was... Something else. Yeah. So then that's going on. This is the first day. Uh, and then... So we're in the section where they're going through the resolutions uh, and and voting on them. This is Tuesday afternoon. And our resolution's not... I mean, it's going to be the very last thing they talk about. And the talk on the resolutions is going long. It's going long. They add more time. And I'm thinking, they're going to run out of time and we're not even going to get to mm-hmm. to say anything. Because mm-hmm. you have to say it in that section of business or it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, they they were even do, packaging some together. Like they packaged that Uyghur one. They didn't even... There was no discussion about it. It was just like... We're gonna package this one and this one our two easiest ones. Mm-hmm. So, and again, that uh, calling for immediate ending to the killing of Uyghurs doesn't even not. We don't even have to discuss it. Of course, we're gonna mm-hmm. call the Chinese right. government to do that. Right. Uh, but they can't say the immediate mm-hmm. the immediate calling for the immediate end of the killing of preborn children. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like we should. That's a complex subject. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they're passed. They added more time. And finally, they were, like, done. They did the last resolution, which was thanking the city of Nashville. And that was it. But then the president said, oh, I made a promise to somebody uh, that that they'd get to, that this was the time to make that motion about the resolutions committee hearing something. Uh, And there was Bill. How did he even... I think one of the resolutions committee or the parliamentarian, someone reminded him. uh, I think so. I'm not sure. Because he could have not. He was under no obligation, Mm -hmm. like, business-wise, to have to. Mm -hmm. That's the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could have said, we just ran out of time. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But he gave him the chance, and, and Bill presented... Mm-hmm. Uh, with a with a baby, he if had you, a baby. If you get a chance, uh, if you haven't you, seen you it, got to see Bill Askell call for this resolution. It's uh, um, Jeff Durbin shared it, and mm-hmm. I commented that, like, I really feel like that clip would be in the highlight reel of my life because it's just it's epic. Yeah, and so he did a great job. He was winsome. But he was bold. I talked to some of my friends about it. About, and, and the, you know, here's this older gentleman. And I said, he did what we... Because we're all versed in this. Mm-hmm. We could have called for uh, this resolution. We could have spoken. But in, in many ways, either because of our lack of maturity, mm-hmm. uh, our unseasoned self-control, just, not, you know, whatever, or uh, just the frustration of being in this and being upset that, why are we having to even bring this out of committee? Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't this before us? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? We, pro- we probably would not have handled it as well mm-hmm. as he did. And, I mean, he just won the room over. Mm-hmm. Uh and especially because the resolution, the only pro-life resolution we had was so weak. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, don't repeal the Hyde Amendment. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, just saying don't give federal dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're not calling for anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to, to do that and, and won the remote. And they said, all right, all in favor of the committee bringing this 
uh, out bringing this out of committee and being presented on the floor. And it was like 90% yeah. of the convention, just hands up everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, ballot, 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 ballot. It had to be two thirds. So it had to be two thirds mm-hmm. to do this. Uh, and it was like overwhelmingly mm-hmm. the majority. Uh, and we, we went. So this is significant. We never thought this would happen. No. We never thought enough people would. We certainly didn't think 90%. Uh, we cannot find this ever having happened mm-hmm. at a convention. Now, it might have, mm-hmm. but Bill has been going since 1979. He can't remember it any time since then. And no one's been able to ever find a moment where a resolution that the committee turned down was brought up from the floor. Now, this is important because this is, again, the sovereignty of God. If the resolutions committee, who didn't like it, mm-hmm had brought it forward, they could have brought it forward in their own language. Mm-hmm. The Resolutions Committee is under no obligation to keep That's the resolution right. as you can. That was the problem in 2019 the when they race. totally reworked the guy's critical race theory resolution and made it, he said, say the opposite of what he intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway. If you want to know more about that. Yeah, you can go look at By What Standard. Yes, uh, it's really worth watching. Really, really good. And shows you why we were a little bit iffy about what's going on in the mm-hmm. Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, but but anyway, so so is really now it's going to go before the floor and it's going to go with all of our wording. Mm-hmm. All of ours. I mean, they could have totally reworked it to where we couldn't even have supported it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they would have changed some of the language, uh, we would have been Which like, they we would don't. Have. They would have. Yeah. They obviously would have. They didn't want it out there. Right. They definitely would have changed language on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want it at all, and they never thought. I think if they'd have known it could, it would come from the floor. They would have presented it with changed language. They would have neutered it off mm-hmm. the bat. And what's interesting is, I think going forward. Depending on who's on the resolutions committee, that's probably what they're going to do. The odds that we'll get an abolition, uh, uh, like resolution from the committee, it's probably going to be pretty low from here on out because mm-hmm. because of what what took place. So obviously, overwhelmingly, this is going to happen. Uh, they they uh, then tell us, okay, we'll present it tomorrow when we present the resolutions, uh, and so or when we vote on the resolutions. And, uh, so, or, or the final business, you know, motions and whatnot from the floor that have been brought up and resolutions and calls for whatever from the floor. As we work through that old business, that's when it'll come. Yeah. So then we knew mm-hmm. the next day is when it was going to go down. Yeah. And the this is when day. it really got tense, I feel like. Yeah. Because, because this was go time. Yeah. We had to convince them, not just to, they wanted, they obviously wanted to hear it. Mm-hmm. None of them, other than those we'd handed the pamphlets to, none of them had seen the resolution. So of the 90%, maybe a handful mm-hmm. had even seen the resolution. They had no idea what it was about, but they're like, abolish abortion? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So now they were going to have to read it, uh, and people were going to speak for or against it. Yeah. And the way it works in this is, uh, which do you want to talk about some stuff that went down no, in between that or you I just think, want to go straight yeah, through? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so another day. Explain what you were about to explain. Another day, works. just like normal. So mm-hmm. what happens is when it comes to that time, uh, a resolution is pre- uh, uh, is uh, is presented normally by the resolutions committee on stage, but the resolutions committee decided 
they're not going to present it. Mm-hmm. They're going to let Bill present it. And not on stage, he's going to present it from the floor. Now, there's a problem. The resolutions committee, whenever they present something, the whole committee is up there. So any questions, the committee can answer. Like if someone has a question, they might bring up one member from the resolutions committee to answer that question about that particular resolution. Bill doesn't have that. He asked if he could. He asked if we could go with him on stage and be his ad hoc resolutions committee, uh, but they said no. So hmm. now when people ask questions about the resolution, it's not even going to come back to him. Like, like again, because this had never happened, we didn't really know what it was going to look like. Are we going to be debating this? Mm-hmm. Or is it just going to be... Because normally what it is when a resolution is is presented, it's three people speak for it, three people speak against it. Normally in the the resolution is presented, someone is against it, someone is for it. Someone is against it, someone is for it. Someone is against it, someone is for it. Like three and three mm-hmm. is normally kind of what it is. Uh, someone can present an amendment, mm-hmm. and then same thing. Someone speaks against the amendment, someone speaks for it, someone speaks against it. And then after that's done and you vote on the amendment, it goes back and you finish out the for against, for against. Mm-hmm. So we were expecting at most three of us would get to speak, but... It's all done on random microphones. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what mic they're going to call on. I mean, mm-hmm. there were... I went to I went to one microphone. So we were all set up at various mics. You know, and we had coordinated what mics we were going to set up at, where we were going to be, uh, and all this. So we're setting... We're getting ready to be set up at mics, not knowing who's going to be called. Mm-hmm. Having zero idea. Uh, and I get, I get to, to mic four... Is where I was going to be. And there's a woman there. Mm-hmm. And she's working on something. She's typing on her phone. She's right by the microphone. Typing, 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 typing. And of course, I'm watching what she's typing. I'm trying to read what she's typing. So I can see like, <laughs> is she for or she? And I was really afraid she was going to be against it. Mm-hmm. Because every time they, pre- and this is what, there was a lot of theatrics with this, mm-hmm. with this convention. Every time they did something on race, they, it's really kind of cheesy. They never had they never had anybody standing behind people when any resolution was presented. But the one uh, that had anything to do with race, they would have, like, black people stand with them. Or if they did anything on uh, something to do with women, they'd have a, a woman stand with them. It was really, it just seemed kind of cheesy anyway. Uh, but it, I thought this woman might be, mm-hmm. like, we knew that they were going to have people going. So the night before this vote... One of the resolutions committee members posts, "Hey, this is coming out, and this is why we don't like it." And posted, "Here's questions like you on can Facebook? yes, here's questions you can ask at the microphone." Whoa! Yeah, so we were like, "What?" <laughs> now he ended up he, we had really good discussions with him, but so we're expecting sort of plants mm-hmm. already at microphones, and it, you're going to see that it was convenient the people that were at microphones, whatever. But so she's typing. I'm like, oh, great. This is probably a woman that they had asked to be Mm -hmm. here to talk about whatever. So, so I just asked, I was like, what are you guys in line for? And I said, uh, again, you actually talk to people? Yeah, yeah. And they said the the abortion resolution. I said, well, I'm for, I was lead out with what I'm doing because I don't want to, I said, I'm for it. Are you like, what are you? And they were like, oh, we're for it too. And I was like, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I was one of the ones who helped write it. And mm-hmm. 
really excited that you're for it. And, and uh, she said, I am so thankful that you, she said, I'm a thousand percent for this. And she talked about the work that she's done with women uh, and just the, the women who, who have had abortions and how that guilt and all this and if abortion wasn't even an option, they wouldn't have had the chance mm-hmm. to. They wouldn't have even... It's just because it's legal, it just makes it easier to go, oh, I can have an abortion. Right. Uh, which, again, is why you just right. outlaw it because right. the law is a tutor. The Bible tells us that. Anyway, so, you know, she's got all this. And I actually told her, I said, hey, I take my spot. Like, I was supposed to speak to this, but there are, there are 30 other guys out here who can say... The same thing that I'm going to say. This is really neat. And I think would work really well for the people to hear. She said, really? (laughs) Uh, But then we found out. Then the page shows up. And there was a line already over here Mm -hmm. that he started to fill up first. Mm -hmm. And uh, didn't want to get frustrated. But it was two people in front. And they said, we're presenting amendments to the resolution. And I was like, Mm. bleh. Uh, and so the guy, the page said, hey, this is a really long mic line. You may want to try a different mic. And there were like, because there, there were already like six people there. And I know six people aren't going to get to speak the whole time. Right. Much less from right. one mic. So I start looking for a mic and I see one no one's at. Mm-hmm. So I head there, first in line, microphone eight, you know, no one there. I, I, I tell this girl, her name's Jessica. I message her and say, hey, you know, if you want to come over here, there's no one, there's no one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she comes over, uh, we get in line, uh, again, no one's there yet, the page isn't even there yet, uh, and and she's waiting, I said, do you, do you mind waiting here for a second? I want to go talk to those people who wanted to make an amendment, I want to see what their problem is. Mm-hmm. So she said, okay, so I scat back over to, to four, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm talking to this guy, he's an ethicist. I wish I wish I prayed so hard that I would see him because I couldn't. His name tag was turned around backwards, so once he told me his name, I couldn't really in the in the heat of it remember it later. Uh, but he's telling me. I said, I said, are you? Is one of y'all making an amendment? And they said, no, no. I said, are you speaking for or against it? Because I I'm I'm one of the the, the co-authors. I'd love to I, I'd love to you know any sort of problems that you have. Uh, alleviate those. And the guy said, yeah, I've got a lot of things wrong with it. And I said, okay, what are they? And so he's going through his list of things that I've all heard before. And I know all of the answers to them. Uh, and so I'm going over this. He's got a problem with incremental bill. He's got, he, he, he thinks incremental things are good. And he's got a, he's got a problem, uh, with no, uh, exceptions. Uh, you know, the health of the mother, you, and he, he's talking about ectopic pregnancies, all things that are very easily answered, both from the Bible and from just modern medical science. Uh, and so I'm laying these out to him. And what's funny is over my shoulder, I can sense Brett Baggett, mm-hmm. a friend of mine who's, who's one of the, also one of the main authors. Uh, and he's just there <laughs> trying to listen to this guy. And he, he's just, okay. So he leaves. I didn't know this at the time. He got on his phone because we had a Facebook group coordinating this. And he said, Chris is, is talking to an ethicist right now at mic four, uh, and they're in a pretty heated discussion. And a guy said underneath that, let's pray for him mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm having this talk with the ethicist, and 
not and so wait so i'm talking to the ethicist <laughs> as i'm talking to the ethicist about this the the page who is running the microphone comes to us and says uh guys we just lost connection to this microphone uh so if you want to go to a different mic uh that that'll probably if you're wanting to speak that's probably the only way it's going to happen mm-hmm so when that happened to me, I was like, oh, man, bad news for you. I didn't know that people had been praying mm-hmm. about my talk. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I said, you've been waiting here so long. And he said, well, God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, yes, he is. Uh, so wow. then I went back to my spot. And when I got back there, a guy that I knew from Southern was there. Uh, uh, an ethicist used to work for the ERLC, the mm-hmm. Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, uh, of the Southern Baptist Convention was there. I said, Hey, Andrew. I said, Are you here to speak for it? He said, No, I'm here to speak against it. I knew he was there to speak against it, but just wanted to kind of seed that. Uh, and so then we start talking, and, and the debate's already going on. Like yeah. people are already, you know, discussing it. Uh, and he actually says, Can we talk about this afterwards? He said, I'm trying to get my mind. And I was like, Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but it was really funny. They only called on, they only called basically. From two mics. Mm-hmm. That was it. They called on mic five three times. Three yeah. times from yeah. mic five. Mm-hmm. And once from another mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, and then one other mic. And that was it. So no, no one from our mic was able to speak the whole time. And the page was like, I don't know if something's wrong or what. Uh, but you had uh, another another professor get up and mm. say what he thought was wrong with it, and and really the guys who spoke against it just didn't do it. They they were okay. One of them was a little bit too snarky, and I yeah. think that turned people off. Yeah, and then uh, the other guys, you know, reasonable, but just just not not a moving no. Uh, and that's the thing, like, I think people are so hungry for something that has some bite. More teeth, instead of, and so is salt, people are ready, salt. people are tired of <laughs> lopping limbs off the abortion tree. Mm-hmm. They want to go for the root, because mm-hmm. you'll lop a limb off, and the pro-choice community will make another limb. Mm-hmm. And Planned Parenthood loves when you lop limbs off, mm-hmm. because you know who that helps? Them, because they're the only people with enough money to always be able to meet your greater and greater restrictions. And so who gets bigger and bigger? I thought you were going to say Planned then they Parenthood. could sell them. Uh, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we present that. Someone does make an amendment, and they made an amendment trying to get rid of the, the that it says, uh, where we said we don't, you know, no incremental bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they added the word alone. Yeah. No incremental Which alone. Which was confusing to a lot of people, like mm-hmm. even around us. Like, what? what is that? Does it even, even mean? mean? And when you read it in the paragraph, it doesn't make sense in the paragraph. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense grammatically. What he was trying to do is say, well, we don't just go for incremental bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we push for abolition as well. Which I would say, I've never had a single pro-life group support any abolition bill. No. Not a single one. So they're always only incremental. Mm-hmm. So whether you call it smash mouth incrementalism or whatever, no one ever try, goes for the touchdown. Yeah. It's always one more yard, one more yard, one more yard. So they'll say, well, not incremental bills alone, but 
When we push an abolition, we've done it multiple years. You've seen it this is over and always over again. the pro-life community. They're the ones who stop it. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who will have signers, and the pro-life groups will come and say, "Hey, don't support that," mm-hmm. and get people to leave signing it. So, the, when they say increment, not incremental alone, that's re- that's that that is they there is some disparagement to the pro life in that because that's all they present mm-hmm. that is all they ever present they never present an abolition bill uh but then the rest of it it does have it does the resolution does so that was the only amendment didn't it doesn't make sense and the other things in the in the uh, resolution really make it where you can't do that with all these other things. Like the only laws that would work would be ones that no exceptions, no compromise. That's still in there. Uh, that that abortion is murder, like the murder of any other human being. So equal rights mm-hmm. of of the preborn. All those things were still in there. The meat, the heart of it, was still in there. And we bill called for the question which means let's stop debate and let's vote mm-hmm. uh and which even that was even perfect that, timing yep yep perfectly timed mm-hmm. the amendment was a perfect amendment because they could have had so many others oh my goodness that could have totally changed the bill and people yes. might have even been like yeah okay let's let's do sort of the middle ground on yeah. this that people tend to do that didn't happen uh so what and, it ended up doing is him adding that word, it really, locked yeah, it, it in. It locked it in. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden... We've got an amendment now. People couldn't object to it. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, it was... The the biggest question was whether or not the call the question would go through. Stop debate. Are we stopping debate? And that went up, and it was like uh, maybe 70%. Mm-hmm. You know, it was well over 50% mm-hmm. that you need. Uh, and then, all right. All in favor, and again, it was like eighty mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, in favor of this, including uh, I'm fairly certain one of the the guys that I talked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, and it, it was, was really just, neat. It was at like, that time I couldn't believe it. Neat. Right, like <laughs> we were messaging each other, like, "Is this What's happening? happening? What? Is this happening?" Like, yeah. We were tr- we couldn't get this through the Oklahoma Baptist like worded like this. We got an an, an abolish uh, resolution through a couple years ago, but it wasn't as heavily worded as this. This was man totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect to be heard. Would have loved for it to be heard. Loved that we even got to hand out stuff about it. Even, mm-hmm. Truthfully, like that felt and that felt good. Mm-hmm. The idea that it would be passed. <laughs> Was I'm still in shock. Just, and it has been written about in like the Washington Post, New York mm-hmm. Times wrote about a little bit about it today. Uh, just all all these national publications uh, saying, you know, this is the Baptists uh, call abortion murder. Baptists uh, take hardline on abortion. Baptists. Uh, say no exceptions, no compromises mm-hmm. uh, on abortion bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really neat. Like euphoric, yes. neat at and the end of that. In that moment, it's it is it was emotional. 
like, you're following this debate, and I'm trying to answer the kids' questions, and they're like, is this a good guy? Is what he said good? And I was like, I don't know. Like, with the amendment, I was like, this could be good, but I don't know if they're going to be happy with it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know how they're going to feel about it. Um, we did not like the amendment. And they were like, should we should we vote? And I was but like, it was probably the best amendment like, think, they could have come through. I think, I think, no, just everyone keep your hands down on this one. But then mm-hmm. when it went through, they were like, should we vote with the, the amendment? I was like, yes, I think Papa would want you to vote yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just trying to work it yeah. out. And I had a lot of emotion when it was over. And I could not, at that time, really process what had happened. Mm. Um. And it was one of those things, like, as the day wore on, and even as we left Mm -hmm. Nashville and we're going down the interstate, I was like, what just happened? Yeah, when we left, so, (sighs) like, it's voted on, and we were all so shook, we couldn't even stay. Like, none of us Mm -hmm. could stay, and we just all kind of walked out, (laughs) and we got to the foyer, and we were like, what in the world? And we're just... Hug each other. I was trying so hard not to cry. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't believe the Lord had done. Yeah. We always would say one of the things about the very heart of the abolitionist movement and not waiting for polling data and not even waiting for Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. is that the, the thoughts of Jonathan, you know, whether by many or by few, mm. that's Amen. always the heart. Like, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till you've got enough people to do the right thing. Just do the right thing mm-hmm. and trust the Lord. And we went and we were going to do the right thing, but we didn't expect the Lord to let us win. Uh, and so to come out of it like, what in the world? And knowing that that they threw their, a member of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, a, 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 a professor at a seminary, mm-hmm. like those are the people who came to speak against it. And the people said, no, the Bible's clear. Mm-hmm. You know. We've been waiting for this. Rescue those That's who, are being, what I think who are being taken off to death. They were saying. Yeah. We've been This is what we've been wanting. Do something like this. Yes. And so, yeah. So that was just the elation. And it's like, elated, elated. Guys, now we've got to get in the car. Yeah. Because we did. We had to <laughs> We had to leave. We'd already stayed. We were going to be gone that morning. Mm-hmm. We're and supposed to leave that morning. Now it's 5 o'clock. Yeah. And yeah um, it was so So cute. I couldn't even... They were filming more stuff. They wanted to do interviews and film and do this. And I was like, guys, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I really have to go. Sort of cutting the euphoria off yeah. uh, in, in terms of that. But mm-hmm. still... It was really cute. I was walking back and just high five everybody, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And the as the that moment was ending in the meeting hall, one of our kids turned to me and was like, So abortion's over? Mm. I was like, Oh man. If Don't only. I wish. If only. But at least this group of people is saying Yes. It's and it's gonna be that's a big our voice. Desire. Like when I go to the legislature again and say, Hey Yeah. Not just Oklahoma Baptists have spoken. And to the newspaper. But the entire Southern Baptist Convention mm-hmm. has voted and said, we want this. Mm-hmm. So I can go to the Oklahoma Baptist paper mm-hmm. and say, this is what the convention wants. Mm-hmm. I can go to uh, uh, I can go to a legislator and say, your state is filled with Baptists. Mm-hmm. And they have said, mm-hmm. this is what they want. Yeah. Uh, so, and I was telling... My friend Amanda, I told her all about it, and 
she, first of all, she said, it's like a Disney movie. Like that little, mm-hmm. the, the little, yeah. um, underdog. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the underdog story. But, um, but I was telling her like, you know, it seems silly, this whole big business meeting and like, what are we really doing? But it is important mm-hmm. and it does have an impact. Yeah. And it was what I realized, like they were doing vision 2025 mm-hmm. and their goal was to get the cooperative program up to 500 million a year wow. by 2025. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of, there's a lot of people in the mm-hmm. Southern convention. A lot of 500 million could do a lot of influence on mm-hmm. a lot of things. And mm-hmm. if we can steer it to where that money's not just being wasted on salaries or, mm-hmm. or on tape dispensers to hand out at the convention, whatever, uh, that can go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, do a lot of a lot of things with yeah that, so. yeah and i told her even like even that the word abolition got that kind of yeah. coverage it, what's funny is what's funny is today the pro-life groups that don't support the ab didn't support that bill are trying to grab the term abolitionist mm-hmm. no we've been abolitionists mm-hmm. like they want that term now like yeah, it's, a it's hot gonna term. be the cool word it's, now. it's the cool word and that's great yeah. we've needed that to happen yeah so for it to go from being like the the mm-hmm. weirdos that mm-hmm. you know that yeah. people are assuming are a certain type of person now it's this is the word it's mm-hmm. the new yeah it's great it's a cool thing it's it's fleek I don't even know if that's a thing <laughs> I don't anymore. either uh, so anyway so, so we loaded up. Yeah. Came back oh my and gosh. then drove back, stopped, got midnight somewhere, got up the next morning early because I had to be back for at city some council. Point on the way home is when I finally, it was when the coffee, mm-hmm. when they, we, yeah, you almost cracked. I finally yeah. almost cracked. Yeah, she almost lost it. Because we got the I Starbucks had it. at 7 03 kept... and they closed at 7. <laughs> I had such a headache. And she said, This is it. <laughs> this is the moment. <laughs> this might be where I lose it. <laughs> So we got her some Starbucks. And he found me a different Starbucks. And it was the best hot caramel macchiato I've ever Which is funny because the caramel drizzle was... So they did something different to it. Yeah. It was a different... She said, I think we've got the caramel whatever. That might work. And I was like... They had caramel syrup instead of caramel drizzle. Is that what it was? Yeah. And she said, from now on, always ask for a little vanilla syrup too. Because that's what she did. And it was good. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, I had kept my cool all week. It was a very high stress kind of week, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that almost did me in. Also, I could get back for my city council meeting. Yes, at two o'clock the next day. Yes, we pulled into the driveway. Oh my word! One fifty eight. So I jumped out, he had ran into the house, pants on. changed out of my sweatpants, <laughs> put real pants on, drove down to the city council meeting. Oh. And and back to life as normal, which is just as busy. I, on the other hand, sat on our bed and just slowly fell over and <laughs> woke up drooling like yeah. whenever he came home. Yeah. It was crazy. But it was a great day. So I want to take this opportunity then to tell you that you have now received your second Kingdom Outpost what? badge for your Boy Scout vest or your Kingdom mm-hmm. Outpost vest. Kingdom Outpost vest. So if anyone out there knows how to make a badge. We're going to start making badges. He needs an abolitionist badge to mm-hmm. put on his mm-hmm. his banner. Your FBI badge. So until you actually get one, I want you to know there is one in my heart. Oh. For you. 
That's so kind. So, high five, babe. Good work. Oh, fun stuff. Yeah. It's really crazy. <laughs> and so, still, I, I messaged some of the guys today. We're still, we're all still slightly euphoric. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. It's, this is one of those, again, like with the last episode with the, mm-hmm. the crime on the street, on our street. These are the moments you don't ever forget. Like yeah, these and are... I've, had, I've had people messaging me now. Mm-hmm. Like, can you explain to me what abolition is? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, okay, so what is the problem with incremental bills? Mm-hmm. What is, you know... Yeah, what, and what... Know, and... Here, I think one of the problems is that people who have been very faithful and who hate abortion mm-hmm. feel like... I don't know if they feel attacked or what, or that people are saying that they ha- don't care about babies. Yeah, and so now their eyes are being awakened mm-hmm. to this new option and going, wait, where has this been? Right. And, and then yeah. how can I get behind it? Mm-hmm. And then, so anyway, it's been really, really yeah. good uh, and really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. And so. did you see it as an invitation to yeah. to step into this? Because, yeah, yeah it, it, it's... It's what we're learning, and mm-hmm. and it seems like that's where the Lord is yeah. is moving. So yeah. exciting! Yeah, exciting time. So that's what that's what we've been doing uh, for the kingdom this week uh, in our house. I'm sure you've got your own stories, probably thousands of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if again, if you guys ever want to share any of those stories with us, yeah, we'd love to hear them. We can even maybe oh, read yeah. some Did of we them get any? on the air. Yeah. We didn't get any at ask the podcast okay. uh, at gmail.com. Good, I haven't changed the name of it yet <laughs> either. I did. I need to, I need to get a new Gmail that, that fits kingdom outpost. Uh, and we're still working on the website. We're still doing some yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, send us some stories like that. If you've got stories of, Times where you never thought the Lord was going to do what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear those because I'm sure, at least I hope that you love to hear our little story because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I'm the a- other guys, I mean, there were like four or five pastors from like Oklahoma who helped work on this. And, you know, pastors from really all around the the, the, the nation. And no one knows any of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet... The largest denomination in America just took our resolution and said, yeah, we want to do that. Mm-hmm. What in the world? The New York Times is writing mm-hmm. about it. So really neat. And mm-hmm. hopefully the Lord will use it. Yeah. Uh, and, and use it to bring our nation to repentance and, and to obedience. Mm-hmm. But we're just doing our job. We're teaching them to obey all that he's commanded you know that's the work of the kingdom so thanks for joining us uh keep working uh, for the kingdom where you're at and we'll catch you next time good night